God, we thank you for the promise of your coming, Lord. And Lord, you are the Alpha and the Omega, Lord, the Alpha and the Tau. And uh, Lord, we, there's no hope, Lord, like awaiting your coming, Lord, God, as we know that you'll set all things right, Lord God. And so we, we pray, Lord, this morning, Maranatha. Lord, we know that you wipe away every tear, Lord, from our eyes. So we rest in that hope this morning, Lord, the hope of your coming, Lord, at any moment.
Why don't you guys go ahead and have a seat? This morning we're going to take communion together as we continue on with our time of worship. And God just really has emphasized this over and over and over again to me this week. And, and you know, and He even did so right as I was walking on in this morning and uh, into the sanctuary. And um, and um, I just got to share the story. There's there's a you know who you are, I'm not going to mention you by name, but it's a cool story for the rest of us. But there's, there's a, a couple of goes to church here who showed up a little late. I'm not going to mention any names. And, but as they were walking in, they saw a familiar friend from their past. Uh, they didn't come together. Uh, they just happened to see one another. And, and um, it's cool that we're brothers and sisters in the Lord, and we can even be separated by miles and by distance and unexpectedly see one another again and, and, and feel that sense of fellowship and that sense of communion because of our relationship with Jesus Christ. And um, I mentioned that this morning because the thing that God's put on my heart over and over and over again as we look at the cross and we consider what the Lord has done for us there on the cross, we know that, that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. We just sing, we just sing that. We believe these things to be true, that, that we owed a debt we could not pay. And that God so loved us so much that he became flesh. He became a man. He lived a sinless life, tempted in every way that we were tempted, yet perfect and sinless, so that he could offer up his life as a sacrifice, as a payment for the debt that you and I owed as a result of our sin. And we know that God did that 
Not because of who we are, but because of who he is and because of his great love for us. And when we think about all of those things, we should, we're, our minds should be just blown away that God, the creator of the universe, who sees us, who hears us, who's alive, cares about us in such an, a, 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 an intimate and, and caring and loving way, a sacrificial way. But when you take all of that and you, and you look at that, one of the things that has to come into your heart and mind is why. Why? Why does God do that for us? Why would he come into this world, leaving his throne room, leaving perfection, to come into our sinfulness to save us? And there's more than one answer, but the foundational answer for that is because he wants to hang out with us. He wants to have fellowship with us. The Bible tells us that God created us for his good pleasure. That in the very beginning when God created Adam, it was so that Adam and God would have fellowship. It says that God would come to the earth and he would walk with Adam in the coolness of the day and have communion, fellowship, koinonia with him. And when we sinned, the Bible says that death entered in because man was separated from God who is the giver of life and the sustainer of life. But God desired to save us from that so that we could be restored back to a fellowship with him. To wake up in the morning and to know that God's there and to see him like that long-lost friend, to have that kind of joy, that kind of excitement. There you are, God of the universe, creator of all things, here with me, for me, wanting to hang out with me. And the awesome thing about the time that we set aside together on the first Sunday of every month to break bread, to partake of what we've called or coined the communion service when we, when, we, when we do that, when we set this time aside, it's a remembrance not only of what God's done for us, but why he's done it and what has been afforded to us. We know that we have a living hope, eternal life. But, but, but in, in addition to that, the Lord said, I've come so that you may have life, right, and life more abundantly. And God's given us that life right now because through our faith in him, in the work that Jesus did on the cross, which is represented and remembered by us this morning, through that, we enter back into that fellowship with God today. And for the rest of our days here on this earth, and then forever for all of eternity, the Bible says. That's love. And God calls us into that love relationship. And so this morning as we prepare to take communion together, I challenge you, where are you at in that love relationship with God who's died for you, who gave his life for you, who allowed his body to be broken and his blood to be spilled so that we could enter into this new covenant, a covenant of grace, meaning the work that God did, not the work that we do. I remember, um, some of you may have heard this story um, I, I've shared it before, but there was this time, and, and it, it, there was this girl I was dating years and years and years ago, and um, I remember one time, I'm pretty sure it wasn't love, but <laughs> at the moment it felt like it, but I remember one time I got my paycheck, 
And, and I, 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 I thought I was so in love with this girl that I took basically my whole paycheck and went and bought her 12 dozen roses. I wasted the whole thing. But my point is, is, is that when it comes to God, as we relate to God, why do we hold back? Do you remember that first love that you even had for your spouse? The Bible tells us that we should have that first love. We should return to that first love and the passion and the desire and the unabandonment where we're willing to go, whatever, God, there's nothing better than being in your presence, than being in fellowship with you. And God gave everything for that. And that's what we remember this morning. So as we partake to take, as we prepare to partake together and um, to take the cracker, which represents the, the body of Jesus that was broken, and the juice, which represents his blood that was spilt, let us look at it in this light. In the light of that, in light of in, in the light of that, God did this so that he could have fellowship with us, and he did this because of his love for us and because he calls us into that love relationship with him. And as you look at it in that light, reflect, as the Apostle Paul says, reflect upon your own life and see those areas that have grown cold, dull, and return back to that place where you'd be willing to give God once again everything, everything, and lay it down at his feet this morning. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, God, for this time together. I thank you, God, that we're reminded of the fact that you died for us to have fellowship with us. And that, that, that's an amazing thing, to think that you being all-knowing, all-powerful, able to be everywhere at once, desire to concern yourselves with us. God, we're humbled this morning as we stand before you and knowing, Lord, that you gave all, everything, so that we might be back in your presence. And Lord, we know that you're here this morning. God, you fill this place with your spirit. You fill our lives. You fill our hearts. You, you inhabit us with your very presence. God, and the fact that you dwell with us and in us, Lord, should cause us again this morning to fall down before you and to give you all praise and all worship, to let nothing or no one stand between you and us. And God, we confess and, and we ask for forgiveness, Lord, this morning. If there's anything that has done that, that you would take it out of the way, that we would have nothing standing between you and us. Lord, we love you and we worship you and we remember you, Lord, as we do this together this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If those just want to come forward, they're going to begin to hand out the elements. Hold on to it until we're all done and we'll partake together and um, we'll worship the Lord while we do this. a peace I've come to know. Though my heart was 
Apostle Paul writes, and he says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it, and he said, Take, eat, this is my body, which has been broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's partake.
the same manner, Jesus also took the cup after supper. And he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as we eat the bread and we drink the cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes again. And he's coming again. He's coming again. And I know that there's some here this morning, because we all feel this way at some times, that in spite of your faith in Jesus Christ, in spite of the head knowledge that you have, which has transcended into your heart, that, that tells you that Jesus died on the cross for you, that tells you that he loves you, that affirms to you that you've been brought into this new covenant through the work that he's done, and that he desires to have fellowship with you, in spite of all that, you have a heart this morning that may be condemning you. You may have an enemy who's whispering in your ear and, and, and speaking lies to you and telling you that God doesn't love you because of what you've done or because of what you see in yourself. I would encourage you this morning to cast away those lies, to come boldly to the throne room of God's grace, God's amazing grace, and to know that he's there for you as a loving father, as a, as a friend, just waiting for you to begin fellowship with him. Everything that has separated you from him has been paid for on the cross through his blood. Let's partake. Will you guys stand as we sing one last song of worship this morning?
We praise you and we give you thanks, God, for this time that we get to be together with you and with one another. Lord, we know that it's only possible because of your son, Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Hey, good morning, Mom.